everyone. Welcome to my show, Karyab Startup Podcast, a podcast to spotlight Asian leaders and interesting allies that I meet in my life. This is your host, Priyanka Komla. Today, we have with us a very special and a fabulous guest from Tokyo, Kohei Kurihara. Hi, Kohei. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for the inviting. It's a very great opportunity with me to have a talk with you this time. Thank you, Kohei. So a little bit about Kohei, who comes from Tokyo. He's the founder of Privacy by Design Lab. He's a data privacy expert and has several experiences at blockchain spaces and leading local communities worldwide. At Collabogate, he leads the marketing team to enhance collaboration platform and runs decentralized blockchain media, providing data-driven business consultings for big enterprises with decentralized concept identity, which we'll talk a little bit more during our show. He also has educational and political background, working as voluntary staff at nonprofit organization in Japan. And he's also the president for the Tokyo chapter at the Garment Blockchain Association. Kohei, such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for taking time to be on our show. Thank you. Yeah, great to have a time with you. Thanks, Kohei. So Kohei, you're from Tokyo, and I know you grew up in Japan. Tell us a little bit more about your childhood. Uh, yes. Um, it, for me, the, my childhood is, I was uh, born in a local city in Japan. Uh, when I was uh, in, a, uh, in a childhood, the young times I spent with my families, uh, I have a one father and mother. So the, the, it's a very traditional uh, Japanese um, styles. Uh, my father is uh, working on full times. My mother is a housewife, uh, spend all the time with me. And when I was a kid, a uh, uh, child. Um, so my family is been a uh, uh, very respect with my challenges, uh, my choice. Um, so uh, even I was uh, not able to anything uh, from scratch to myself, they are supporting with me like the taking educations, the taking our uh, support to go outside and to make the challenges. Uh, it was uh, one of the inspiration where I can uh, do anything that I want, uh, even as times. So I'm uh, uh, very appreciated to my families and surrounds, uh, the girls that uh, with me together. That's great. It's always inspiring to hear how parents, especially Asian parents, given I share your background, inspire us to be the best and always believe that you can do anything that you aspire. So thank you for sharing that experience. Now, I know you're an expert in blockchain, so let me dive deeply into it. To our listeners out here, can you explain what blockchain is in simple terms? Uh, sure. Um, the, the blockchain has the many aspects like a technical business or the products or many things. Uh, from my insight, it's uh, coming from the uh, business perspective. Uh, I'm a believer of the blockchain is the one of the potential uh, technical infrastructures to uh, architect of a decentralized mechanism. It helps uh, to trust makers in each other uh, without any specific third party um, uh, trust authority. Uh, this is a kind of the new challenge in the business, but I'm sure that this technology has to make it a more transparency or individual focus uh, manners to 
uh, realize anything that you want. Thank you. Um, so if I may ask, um, what's the use of blockchain? So where can we use it in our daily lives? Uh, yes, in the daily lives, I think uh, it takes uh, many times because the uh, this is the uh, very uh, fundamental technologies. To, uh, so it's a kind of the infrastructures. Uh, actually, we don't care about the blockchain technology in the futures. Um, so um, once you imagine that you use uh, to provide your data to any specific parties, um, like uh, you log in any services to the Amazon or Facebook to Google, the login services is uh, correcting the data. Uh, sometimes it's not without the consent. Mm -hmm. um, but in the blockchain is uh, the, the assistance of your uh, data controlling uh, without any uh, third party abusement. So that, that's why things, uh, the blockchain is a keyword to uh, taking actions through this process. So when information is being transmitted across different parties, blockchain is the technology that helps uh, transmit the data in a in a secure way. Is that how we would see what blockchain is? Uh, yes, it is one aspect of the blockchain. Uh, however, it's not just uh, only for the blockchain, but the blockchain is the infrastructures uh, to um, to, to make sure that the, these kind of the processing. Um, so without any uh, decentralized models, we have to rely on the specific targets such as like uh, big trustees, uh, Facebook, the Google has the uh, trusted parties. We need to rely on that. Uh, but in that cases, we need to provide too much of the data for them. Uh, they're based on their like a uh, ruling party uh, so we have to consider the ones you want to control your data, you need to another way. The blockchain is the one of the options for them. Got it. How do you think blockchain is helping the society? What impact are you seeing? Uh, yes, the helping the society is a very big word, but uh, I'm personally uh, focusing on the uh, data privacy or data surveillance. This is a key part of the uh, human rights. Um, so sometimes we are disclosing a lot of the data uh, for, from your past history, the tracing, uh, without any consent. This is not healthy. Um, in case you can control yourself, it, it, it's more um, the better data society in the future, I believe. Uh, so this is uh, the great part from the societies uh, for the data business in the futures. So um, that's good to know. Uh, how do you get the real value? How do you get the real value of blockchain? Do you think we have tapped the potential of blockchain or is there more that we can do? I think the... Uh, Blockchain is just a system or is a kind of the processing. The, the problem is the barrier is that you need to create it yourself. But the blockchain will support the once you can uh, produce yourself, uh, not just to rely on the parties. It, it's just a kind of the works so well. But do you want to create a new barriers with rely on the specific parties? It could be better to, cho to choose the traditional parties such as like the TCPIP or any protocol, 
uh, of course, we have uh, many choice, but the blockchain is alternative, as you can imagine, than it was. So, um, I'm interested in knowing about the decentralization concept that you spoke about with blockchain. Tell us a little bit more about the decentralized concept identity. Uh, sure. Uh, it's just uh, the kind of like, um, it's not centralized identity. Decentralized means you need to uh, rely on the specific trust, like uh, any IDP, which is a kind of the Facebook, the Google, it's identity providers. Mm -hmm. uh, you will be logging, you will sign up to these accounts. It, it's just kind of the credit of itself. Uh, once you have the, these login account, you can go to the services uh, with the, based on these uh, software development kits or anything. Um, but the decentralized base is a different approach. Uh, you will control yourself, these identity that also you can uh, provide yourself. Uh, you are uh, the authenticated the, the, on the uh, network. Um, so this is the basic concept, but they need to more focusing on the the complexity architectures. Once you will be achieved this kind of things, because uh, once you rely on the uh, specific parties, like Facebook, the Google's, they can support uh, your trust. Uh, but once you uh, promise your trust yourself, you need to be more strengthened. Like you get the more data, you get more certificate the, the, the control on your database. Um, unless you have uh, these kind of demands, you cannot guarantee that you are the like real person, that you are the trusted persons. So yeah, this is the, the, just uh, one alternative that you can use in some cases, uh, not rely on the specific parties. That... Yeah, that's a good point because having all these different service providers, right? You don't really know with whom you're trusting your valuable data. And that brings me to one of my next questions, which is as the founder of Privacy by Design Lab, tell us a little bit about as a day-to-day -day consumer, what should I know about data privacy and what steps can I take to protect my data? Yeah, that's good questions. Uh, protecting your data is also the very uh, case by case. Uh, please imagine that you give a lot of the information to the Amazon that once you buy anything, you just log in your accounts, they also you provide it, the credit cards, uh, logistic uh, address, to, to anything so you can get the shipping from them. Uh, but the problem is this company is knowing about you uh, without your consent, such as like, uh, what did you buy before? The what did you see before? Uh, not just only for the books, but also the many purchasing, the other things. They also, they try to go to the real world, just to check in through the cameras, uh, through your uh, like uh, registries, the many things. In that case, you are not allowed to these companies, the audio data, right? Uh, your purchase data is good because the, you can uh, purchase it again or subscriptions. These are very useful. But in the case, like you are watched on your cameras when you are walking on uh, the streets, 
with that constant. In that case, it's been a surveillance. And so the protection is de depends on the, your thoughts, the, your territories, the, where you can uh, give a permission to these data controls that are now. But I think uh, too much data uh, control in it's been uh, one of the uh, vulnerabilities to your uh, data ownership. Got it. So in this age of COVID, uh, how do you think people are looking at blockchain? Uh, do you have any insights? Uh, because a lot of, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that again. So going back to blockchain, uh, how are you seeing the adoption of blockchain in Asia versus USA? Do you have any insights that you can share? Yes, uh, in the Asian country has a different aspects, uh, like uh, in particular in China is the fastest the blockchain adopters, but it's not uh, free decentralized, it's just a kind of decentralized base. The government is invested a lot of the monies, the funds there, the local cities also the lazy themselves, uh, such as like the small cities that based on the decentralized technologies. Uh, the also the South Korea is the forerunners to adapt these uh, technologies with the cooperated the family companies such as the Samsung, LZ, is the Vulcan in together. Then in Singapore, it's not uh, Eastern Asia; it's just the Southeastern Asia is the one of the uh, adopting uh, blockchain technology into the finance. Uh, so we have a very different. Uh, futures in the Asia market. Uh, the Japanese, we started the, from finance part. Um, however, uh, we try to uh, look into the many other space such as uh, like a patent or uh, tracking uh, your uh, properties. Uh, this part is the working on that such as the gaming, such as like uh, trading, uh, the, these uh, content providers is a uh, try to use of them. They also finance uh, bank or securities is uh, working a lot of things. But the difference is, is we are not working a lot on the supply chain management. Mm -hmm. I think in uh, other country like uh, Southeastern Asia or America, US and Europe is uh, working a lot in the supply chain management. However, Uh, from my perspective, which is a very different from other countries. Um, Kohei, can you repeat the last sentence? I think your internet, um, it didn't get recorded. Okay. Just the last uh, couple of lines. Okay. Um, from my perspective, the, the Japanese blockchain scene is uh, different from the other Asian countries. We are not invested a lot of the supply chain management with the blockchain technologies. So this is the comes from uh, the Japanese uh, regional features, the business cultures, the, the business structures of these uh, supplying the services. So this is a very interesting point from my inside. That's great. So the support of government and businesses to adopt blockchain is really crucial uh, for incorporating a new technology. And it's challenging because your entire supply chain has to be restructured to accommodate this technology as well. Uh, but
But I think there's a lot of value in incorporating blockchain because you can really understand the source of you know any product that that you buy, be it an apple, you know, right from the farm that the, the fruit is grown through all the way to the consumer's hands. If there's a pandemic, you can clearly identify the source of you know that infection or that crisis. So thank you for sharing that information. Um, did we ask this? Tell us about your work at Collaborate. Did you already talk about it? Uh, okay, the Collaborate is yeah. Let me just uh, ask the, you that uh, question properly. So tell us about your so tell us about your work at Collaborate. Uh, yes, I, I'm working on as a business uh, development parts. Um, to support the collaborate technologies, uh, cooperate with the uh, Japanese enterprises, uh, especially they have a lot of uh, customer accounts. Uh, they need to improve these account management. Uh, we are uh, asking them to work on the new kind of digital identities to support the uh, new experiences for the customer variations. Uh, this is the uh, kind of uh, my love to uh, build up the relationship uh, with Japanese cooperation as well as the uh, partnership relation in other parts of the uh, elements. So these are basic uh, my uh, love in uh, collaborate at the times. So you're also the president for the Tokyo chapter for the Government Blockchain Association. Tell us a little bit about your role. Uh, yes, uh, the Government Blockchain Association is the uh, non-profit uh, based in Washington, uh, D.C. Uh, we have a lot of the chapters, uh, all the countries, as well as some local states. Uh, they all working on the uh, local community development. They also uh, increase the membership uh, to studied about these technologies uh, with the uh, local government offices as well as some uh, service providers or academics researchers. Uh, the Japanese chapter is the, taken in charge of uh, community making in uh, Japanese uh, countries where they invited the speakers or networks um, to uh, build up the relationship in each other as well as to support um, the essence of a uh, use case um, to replicate the similar things into the public sectors in Japan. Uh, I had uh, organized uh, some events to invite the public officers to spoke about their uh, challenges in uh, digital government or the related approach uh, from the public sector. So this is a basic uh, what I have done in a uh, government blockchain association in Tokyo. So I know you are an uh, influencer. So I know you're an influencer on LinkedIn, where you post a lot of relevant information about blockchain and the latest trends uh, in the field of digital transformation. What does a day look like for Kohei? What do you do? Um, yeah, I'm a I've been working on the uh, social media, especially blockchain, uh, LinkedIn or Twitter so far, almost uh, five years. So why I started this, uh, this kind of the multiple social media operation is uh, just to uh, make a relationship in between the 
many people who uh, works with a variety of the talented backgrounds because I love to contact or just start anything together to bridge the each expertise to produce anything new. Uh, so that's why I'm working on to post the information or my insights. Uh, the sometimes I support to retweet it, the, uh, any of my friends to start it on projects or got the interviews like this. Uh, so the, my philosophy is uh, I'm very uh, love to talk like this and the communications um, to explore it in each opportunity. So that, that's why I'm working on the uh, social media a lot of times. That's fantastic. And five years is a long term, mm. but consistency is key, right? to develop a follower uh, network over the long term. So apart from social media strategy, what else do you do in a day typically from the moment you wake up? Tell us a little bit more about your routine. Uh, sure, I have uh, two times to, um, to check the, my social accounts. Uh, basically, I try to uh, have a um, my collecting the users who is expertise in such space, such as uh, 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 like a privacy experts, I'm working on the invested there. So that's I'm the collecting the list there, the people's the accounts, the like the sharing information with each other. Uh, so I uh, reserve them a post uh, through these networks. Uh, I'm a believer of uh, uh, fast contact information is a very primary. Uh, so that's why I'm talking like this, having a talk through them. Uh, once they have uh, shared any articles, I try to repost uh, on the reservations with myself. So this is my routine works. I know you also do yoga and meditation. Can you share something about that? Yeah, I had a started in the meditation because in COVID-19, uh, Japan is also, we have to stay at the homes. Um, in these cases, meanwhile, I'm trying to keep myself to consider uh, the, my activities where, whether uh, this could be the beneficial to my surrounding or not. Uh, for that, I try to, uh, try to look into myself, the, how it works the day to day is a good or not how i can uh whether i can good give a good uh, inspiration to my surroundings or not so that i'm going to try to keep meditations every day so that's why the meditation is a one way uh that i can do the things uh yeah meanwhile thank you and that's a good ritual for all of us who are hmm. stuck at home with the covid pandemic to really reflect and meditation is uh, helpful. So we have a fun rapid fire round for you, Kohei. Are you ready? Sure. So you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the following, role model. Uh, yeah, my role model is, uh, I, I had a sort of um, uh, books in Japan uh, so we had uh, many uh, histories uh, since uh, we had uh, seized the uh, World War II. It's uh, 1945. Uh, it was 
lose everything in, in Japan. We have to start from scratch. I was lucky to um, meet this some of my uh, my my like my boss the seniors uh, advised me Japan we we established everything from zero. So I was given the one book. Uh, he was a contributor to a redevelopment of the Japanese economy. His name is uh, Mr. Doko. I was incentivized, I inspired his uh, philosophy, his thoughts. He, he, he's not a rich person. He's a very poverty. He just uh, living with uh, his wife. And uh, he's a very, uh, like, he's a very passion. He's a very uh, great position, but he's not rich person. He's just uh, try to uh, keep a minimum life. And so his idea is to try to support uh, our economy, not just uh, himself. Even he sacrificed himself. His identity is to try to establish the Japanese uh, ecosystem. Uh, his book is a very uh, great uh, incentivized with me. That's why I'm learning a lot of the things from uh, his histories. And so, do you remember yeah, the name? Do you remember the name Mr. of the book? Mr. Doko, uh -huh. I will share the, some of the, his information if you contact me through the social media or anything. Awesome. So here's a way to connect with Kohei. If you want to know the name of the book or more philosophies about his role model, connect with him on social media. Um, Tokyo. Can you say some fun fact about Tokyo with our listeners? Uh, yes, uh, actually, I'm also a person the, uh, coming from the other space uh, into Tokyo. So I, I'm uh, also the one of the strangers of the world. Um, but in Tokyo, I almost live in here is uh, five years. I feel here is a, a very good, great mixtures, the many things in one place like uh, you can see the some shrine and temples you can feel the histories uh the other sections you can see the very uh establishments such as the very big buildings or many political decision things uh the many, many things are coming to the very small cities so you can see a lot the many things in a day uh, this time is a COVID is a bit prevents to come from other countries, but uh, I think uh, I can strongly recommend it's uh, very worthy to see alone, uh, not just one day, just uh, almost uh, 10 days, the one weeks for your vacations. It's nice to know Tokyo is a touristy place. And here's a fact about uh, me. My mom loves Tokyo. It's a dream mm -hmm. to visit Tokyo one day. So <laughs> it's nice to know that now that I know Kohei, who lives there. Yeah, should uh, be. Thank you. So one last question for you. What is your native language? And in one word, can you describe yourself in your native language? Uh, yes, I love my um, one word. It's just, uh, in Japanese, it's a naseba, naru. It's just, uh, if you can do anything, you can do that. This is a kind of the, my momentum. 
uh, once they made the challenges. Um, so th th that's why I would actually recommend to all the listeners, you can do the challenges, you can do anything. Uh, of course, sometimes we missed uh, my goals. I do a lot of the failures so far, but I could run through that. Uh, it's a very my of my asset and treasures. I never go back to uh, like I never regretted what I have done before. So that that's why I believe this world is the, my own good cures. Thank you, and uh, that means a lot because everybody fears failures, but believing that you can do whatever you want, I think that's great philosophy. So keep up the great work, Kohei. How do you say thank you in Japanese? You can teach me today. Sure, uh, we say uh, basically arigato. Basically is, uh, arigato. Yeah, and in Japanese, um, if you can say the arigato, these use for arms become the happiest. So I personally paid attention to these words is the one of the magic words to uh, get along with each other. So I hope that we can say these words is spreading among the communities. Aligato, uh, Kohei. Uh, thank you so much again for being on thank Career Startup Podcast. You spoke about your childhood experiences and the fact that your parents inspired you to be the best and how you have shaped yourself as a data privacy expert, an expert in blockchain, but most important of all, how you're helping people by sharing information about the different data trends by being a social media influencer, especially on LinkedIn and Twitter for the last few years. So keep up the great work, uh, Algato, for everything that you're doing. And for the fun fact about meditating and how it's very important in our day-to-day -day life and also the philosophy of your favorite role model i'd be more interested in learning about that any final words to our listeners before we wrap up the show um sure uh, thank you for listening the podcast they also the having a podcast talks these times uh i can say uh that's even now is the very challenging situation to all of us, uh, of course with me, uh, but we hope that this kind of this situation will um, be cleared. Uh, in that case, we need to start new things. Um, so uh, at this time, let's go to uh, the next stage with my, with our own collaboration, not just to be, uh, uh, leave it alone. So I hope we can start any things uh, through these opportunities. Thank you for those wonderful parting thoughts. And uh, I hope the listeners enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about Kohei outside of his social media work that he does and as a data privacy expert. Until another episode with a until another episode with another interesting guest. This is your host Priyanka Komla signing off from Kariyap Startup Podcast. I'll get him.